Hey cuties, welcome to another episode of Mimi Said What? I'm Mimi Robinson, and this is my show where I have unfiltered girlfriend chatter with a dose of TV and entertainment and a side of pop culture. I'm a dope-ass black woman who happens to be a wife, a mom, and still have a life of my own. Mimi, update. I've been shopping. I meant to tell y'all this last week, and I totally forgot. So, I'm sure as most of you know by now that Target dropped a future collective And in particular, Kalana Barfield Brown had a collection. And I, like most of you, because I've seen posts all over social, shopped the collection. Now, I got up at 3 (laughs) a.m. A crazy person. I got up at 3 a.m. to shop the collection. Now, I got up at 3 a.m. because Target collections drop online at midnight California time. I'm an East Coast girl. So that means at 3 a.m. So when tabs collections drop, I set an alarm for like 2.55 and I wake up to shop the collection. This way, I always get the pieces I want. I turn over and go to sleep. Now, in this particular collection, they didn't have it online in advance. So normally, all right, I'm putting y'all on game. So normally what I do is... I go through and I favorite with the little hearts in my Target app, all of the parts and pieces of the collections that I like. So when it releases, all I have to do is click the heart at the bottom of your app, which takes you to your favorites. And everything you want is already right there in a line. You don't have to go looking for it. You just tap it, select your size. If it's, you know, if it's a size and add it to your cart, boom, it's quick and easy. So that's the same thing I did. Now, I don't think they had every single item in the collection online. I know some of them were in select stores, but I didn't want to take a chance and I'm glad I didn't because my Target did not have any in-store items, but another Target not too far away did. So I popped in there. Well, first of all, I did a site to store pickup order for the items and then I popped in there just to see, you know, what else they had that I did not particularly go for. So I bought a bunch of stuff. And I mean a bunch of stuff. Let's see. I got the white button-up shirt. I got the boyfriend jeans. I got the denim skirt. I got one of the, I got the red Letterman jacket, the red joggers, the black joggers, the green blazer, which is fly as fuck. That's my favorite piece of the collection. And while I mentioned that blazer, I didn't know what to expect, but they didn't go cheap. The quality is really good. So the blazer I fully expected to have to roll up the sleeves because I got monkey arms and they don't make long sleeves for me. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I get it. And I'll just roll up the sleeves. But no, your good sis is good. The length was really good. Same for the jeans. I got the same problems with my legs because if you're a size two, you should be short and they don't think you should be long. Well, God damn it, I'm long. So I'm proud to say everything I got, which is probably more stuff than I forgot uh, to tell you about, It fit really well and I'm pleased. Everything is pretty classic in that you could wear it for years to come. It's not, they're not, they aren't trendy pieces. And so you can mix and match them. So that's definitely what I plan on doing. All right, what up? Ooh, I bought a new book. I actually bought a paper book. Well, I do that sometimes. So let me tell you. So Mr. and Mrs. Kevin on stage, aka Kevin and Melissa Fredericks, got a new book out. It's called Marriage... (laughs) First of all, the cover is hilarious, okay? Um, It's called Marriage Be Hard, 12 Conversations to Keep You Laughing, Loving, and Learning with Your Partner. 
Now, I haven't read it yet. I just picked it up. I think I got it like over the weekend or something like that. Um, so their goal is to make the New York Times bestseller list. And that means actual books, not downloads or anything. I told y'all last week, y'all know I love a good Audible and I will also buy it on Audible. But um, for some books, I do like to have the actual book, even though I check them out on Audible. Actually, you know what? I might read this one from the book because then I could take notes since it's more of like, here's some tips and I can follow up. So if you haven't gotten it, do check it out. It was on sale at Target. I want to say it was like 30% off. So I did a site to store pickup and went ahead and uh, got my copy. So I'll let you know when I bend the pages and see what kind of tidbits they got for me. All right. Lastly, our sneaker of the week. So this week I unboxed. It's a Nike Dunk High and it is a racer blue satin. Y'all, it's dope. This is the first pair of high top dunks that I even purchased. But the blue satin is what sold me. It's like an electric blue. It's really dope. Anywho. All right. That's it for your Mimi update. Okay, let's get into some pop culture. We got quite a few things to chit chatterate about. Okay, so first of all, last week I told you about Pinocchio and how I watched it and it was on Disney+. Plus. I forgot to tell you the single most important thing about this entire movie. And that is Cynthia, Cynthia Erivo plays the Blue Fairy and she sings. That's the gem of the movie. The best part. Now, if you don't know who Cynthia Erivo is, then you're going to have to go into the Googler and get yourself together. But if you are going to watch the movie, now, if you already like Pinocchio, then you'll enjoy it. If not, this is your saving grace. All right, moving on. Yvonne Orgy. So Yvonne was on the Jennifer Hudson show this week, last week, last week. And she has a new stand-up special, and I'm excited about it. I totally enjoyed her last special. Um, it was good fun, and her outfit is fly as fuck. I saw some uh, social media like clips and stuff. Oh, my God. Anyway, so this one is called Yvonne Orgy, A Whole Me. Now, if you watched her first special, <laughs> then you might giggle at the title. So, of course, it's written and performed by Yvonne, and it was shot in downtown L.A., So this time, the special focuses on her evolving thoughts on friendship, dating, adulting, and why guys need better friends. That's funny. Um, So all of these things she also discusses in therapy and is going to give us some insight in this special. So the special drops October 1st at 10 p.m. on HBO, and then it will be available streaming on HBO Max, but it is going to hit HBO first. So can't wait to check that out. Oh, also, speaking of can't wait, the fall lineup has returned. Now, everything has not released, but so far, so damn good. All right, so Lego Masters comes out this week. Now, it's not, I was going to say it was a nerdy show. It's not a nerdy show. It's quite entertaining. It's hosted by Will Arnett, who does Batman. Um... It's a good show. It's a good family show for us. I watch it by myself. I watch it with the family um, because we like Legos. But this ain't no basic Lego. Like the stuff that they do will blow your mind. Like if you've ever been to like the Lego stores and you see these big grandiose statue-esque looking things made out of Legos, this is what they are doing on the show. So that returns this week on Fox 5, along with The Masked Singer. I feel like they're like in the 500th season of The Masked Singer, but it's coming back. 
and they change things up to make it a little extra exciting this season. So they will do double unmaskings and they will have theme nights. And I appreciate that. So I watch it sparingly. I don't DVR it or anything, but if it's on, I'll watch and I'm always entertained. But I always feel like they take so long to unmask people. And that really is the joy for me is who the hell is in the bird costume? I want to know. So this season, I won't have to wait so long. Or when I forget to watch, because I told you I'm not always checking for it, I just go on Instagram and they share it there. But I do like to try and guess the people. So that's coming back. Now, The Resident came back this week. It was a good one. Um, I'm not going to go into details about the shows because they just came out. Your DVR might still be recording these shows and I don't want to be a ruiner for you. So I'm not going to spoil it. But The Resident was good. It's some new shit happening. Um, the 911, the 911, <laughs> 911 also returned this week and they are off to a good, good season. Honestly, both of both shows had really good season openers. Um, Queen Sugar is back. There are a few episodes in. Um, this is their final season, final everything, final, final. The show is a wrap. So I hope that they are leaving us on a happy note because it'd be some wild shit to go down in St. Joe. And most of it is stressful and suppressive and not like exciting. So now, so far, based on the storyline of what they've given us so far, I'm not convinced, but my fingers are still crossed. All right. Also, there is Karma's World. So Karma's World is on Netflix and it's the show that Nori and I love to watch. We typically watch while she's getting her hair done. Spoiler alert. I have outsourced that part of parenting and now I'm taking her to the salon. So we just going to have to be intentional about watching. But season three is out and it's we're going to watch it. Now, if you don't know anything about Karma's World, it is an animated musical kind of world inspired. So this is Ludacris's show. That was a lot to say. Yes, the rapper Ludacris. And it's inspired by his oldest daughter. Her name is Karma Christine. So animated Karma is just like navigating life. She a little black girl in the neighborhood and they like... They have like relevant topics about friendship and bullying and school and the stuff kids that age got going on. They talk about. Um, It's one of me and Nori's favorite shows to watch. And Karma be singing. She be singing and rapping. And one her white girlfriend on the show Beatbox. It's a good time. It's kid friendly. But even doper than the show is Ludacris was like, well, let me learn y'all some stuff. So his show karma's world has a new licensing partnership with mattel and i'm i'm probably way more excited than i need to be about this but it's dope as hell and they are putting out a doll head so think old school barbie doll head you had when you were a kid and you were learning to do hair and stuff like that so they're gonna put one out it'll obviously have the likeness of karma's character now on the show karma has big natural curly hair um, not super tight, but not a very loose wave. It's real big. Um, and so this doll, you'll be able to wash her hair. You'll be able to just like you with the Barbie head, only she a black girl. That is not just a brown colored white girl. So you'll be able to wash her hair in style. And I'm totally going to get it for Nori. She frequently asks me like how to braid and stuff like that. Because I up to this point, I have been the only one doing her hair. But she wants to learn to do some things. And she's 10. So 
she should learn to do some things. So whenever it comes out, I have not seen a release date on when it'll be available. I imagine that they are smart enough to have it ready before Christmas because that just makes sense to me, but I don't know. Now, along with the doll head is a full line of products that will also be released. The products will be done by Curly Kids and it'll include a detangling shampoo, a conditioner, a detangling spray, and you'll be able to purchase these things at FAO Swartz, uh, Target, Walmart, Kroger, and Sally Beauty stores. Now, it may come out as soon as later this month, but I don't know. If I see it though, I will definitely let you know. Matter of fact, I need to go search the Target app and see if it's pending so I could go ahead and favorite it. So I think that's a dope idea. Um, especially because it's curly hair. So while Barbie could teach you, you know, the old school Barbie heads, you could learn to do hair, but their hair texture is likely not your hair texture. And so this way you get to see what it's like to cornrow textured hair and things like that. So kudos to Ludacris. Look at him. All right. So lastly, one of my favorite shows of all times, if I had to say, what if I was asked what my favorite show is of all time, I would absolutely say a different world. I can watch the show at any time. I've already I've seen the whole entire season 50 times over and I still enjoy it. I still laugh and gasp like I don't know what's going to happen, even though I can quote the lines. Well, they are celebrating 35 years, 35 years of sharing black stories, influencing black kids, um, now adults to go to HBCUs. Oh my God, I'm way too excited for this one. So their TV One is celebrating this Saturday with a marathon. Now, A Different World is almost always on TV, but this is a start to finish, a full marathon season in order, which you sometimes get on other channels. So... If you like A Different World like I do, get your jammies ready. It's going to be fall weather like temperatures actually in the DMV area. So it's perfect for cuddling up on a sofa or wherever in your onesie and watch the marathon this Saturday on TV One. I don't know what time it starts. Um, So on top of that, Kadeem Hardison and Jasmine Guy, so... uh, Whitley and Dwayne will kind of like host the marathon. So you'll get like, you know, a little bit of chatter in between the episodes, maybe some like behind the scenes information or funny things about the episodes that are coming up. Now, they were also on The Breakfast Club. Y'all, it was so good. I like The Breakfast Club. I like watching on YouTube because I want to see what's going on in studio. And these two did not disappoint. They were unfiltered in every way you could imagine. Now, they spilled the tea. A lot of behind the scenes information was shared, which is always my favorite, favorite part of interviews, especially for my favorite show. So they didn't hold back. The interview was an hour long, but a worthy watch if you are a fan of them or the show or what have you. So you could watch it on YouTube. I lied. I said that was it. We got one more. All right. So let's talk about Curtis. Y'all know who Curtis is? 50 Cent. (laughs) So 50 Cent has officially parted ways with stars. And he decided to share the news in a 50 Cent fashion on Instagram. He said, no hard feelings, but I'm out. 
Now, this announcement also came along with a picture where he circled the 17th of September in like a red marker, what have you. That was his emancipation date. So on September 17th, that was his official day of really owning his content and deciding where he goes and moving forward, which is hella smart. Now, as crazy as he is in his uh, antics are problematic as fuck sometimes, but his business prowess seems to be solid. So um, I used to watch Power. Obviously, that's gone. I know he's got Power Book, like one, two, three, four, five, and all of that still on stars. And some of those are still in production. Um, there's a second season of another Power Book that's coming. Um, now, I wanted to watch BMF, but I did not. There's season two of BMF that's also coming. That's his show. And a third season of Raising Canaan. Now, all of these shows are executive produced by 50 Cent. But um, apparently, they're still supposed to be on Stars. So I don't know if they'll... I'm assuming they'll still be on because that was a part of the original contract before the emancipation. So he will continue to executive produce, you know, those series. Um as long as they air, but he's said to be in talks with other streaming services. So now he is shopping around to see who and where he's going to land for a potential partnership. Now, the dope thing for him is um, because his shows were new on stars, you know, essentially stars like took a chance on the unknown, right? They didn't know what they were going to get, but the fandom and there are plenty of people who only have a star subscription just to watch these shows. So the level of notoriety and popularity that the shows have gained is going to make it a lot easier for him to shop around to studios because he could name his price and y'all already know it ain't going to be cheap. So we'll have to stay tuned for more information to see where he's going to land. All right, that's it for your pop culture. Okay, let's get into what Mimi is watching. So. The first order of business is the motherfucking Woman King. So the Woman King, which we discussed last week, was number one at the box office, bringing in $19 million. Y'all, that's a big fucking deal. They also received an A-plus audience score, which is rare, apparently, according to Kevin McCarthy, who is the, <laughs> the, the movie buff on Fox 5 in the morning here. So Babe and I went to see it, and it was spec-fucking-tacular. It is, it is and was all of the dope things that people have said about it. Um, there's not one single negative at all. And Viola is 56 and she beasted that role. We already talked about the rigorous workout and everything. She did that. Um, it's, it's very empowering and moving to just watch. Obviously also uh, educational because I did not know much about uh, Dahomey, which is uh, the tribe there. And uh, you learn some about the slave trade because they were a part of the slave trade. So good or bad, you're going to get um, some of that lesson too. But the movie was outstanding. <laughs> now, uh, actor John Boyega, who he's a British Nigerian actor. Uh, actor he's also in like Star Wars and some other things so he has you know they've been doing press for the movie and he said quite boldly and proudly that he only dates black women well 
you already know what happened next. The Twitter had thousands of hate-filled rants geared towards him. Now, you know this was the non-blacks. And they were all like, well, if we said it, we would be racist. Well, Sarah, you do say it and you damn sure only date the whites. So it ain't like you checking for the blacks anyway. I don't know why you care, but they love some, some, if we said it would be racist type of stuff. So John obviously does not care. And he went on to say, you know, that he came from a black woman, a black woman, and that black women deserve their flowers. In particular, he said this in particular for this movie, dark skinned women are getting their shine. And he's not wrong. They've never gotten that kind of shine in Hollywood. And he is very proud, as he should be, to be a part of such uh, an incredible movie and to see these powerful black women doing their thing. Now, in The Woman King, if you don't know, he is King Gezo and he is a piece of work. <laughs> He's funny. Uh, but I love that he continues to just shout uh, the praise of black women from the mountaintops. And I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I'm Mimi Robinson and I support this message. Speaking of more black woman magic. All right. So. The movie is directed by Jenna Prince Bythewood. Gina. Now, if you don't know who Gina is, which you should. Most notably, she did Love and Basketball. She also did Beyond the Lights. Um, she did The Secret Life of Bees as well. Um, all good movies. I've seen them all. She even did The Old Guard, which I have seen. It ain't a black movie, but I've seen it. Um, and Viola is the producer. So they getting checks on top of checks. Um, Gina described the movie in such an endearing way that I had to share it. So she says, the woman King is a love letter to black women that celebrates the power of sisterhood. And if you've seen the movie, then you, you know exactly what she means. If you have not seen the movie, go see it. Do yourself a favor. You could go alone. You could go with your babe like I did. You could go with your, your sisterhood. Go. Just go. It is a really, really good movie. It's a bit violent. <laughs> I don't know if you want to bring your babies. That's a lot. Um, it's, not it's not vulgar, but it is violent. So... I'd say go see it first and then decide if your child can handle what is shown on screen because it's violent. But it was really good. I'm fully confident that they'll also top the box office for this second week. All right, moving on. So I told y'all last week about the Jennifer Hudson show and the Sherry Shepard show that just started and how I had watched both for a week to just check them out. Well, I've still been watching both this week, but I really like the Jennifer Hudson show. <laughs> she is actually a good host. I didn't know what to is expect from her because we see her acting and we see her singing, but you don't really get a good feel for her personality. But watching her reminds me of just like me and my girlfriends. Like she gets excited about her guests. She talks to them and treats them, you know, like they're one of her, her good girlfriends. And um, so I told y'all Yvonne Orji was on there and watching the two of them cackle like girlfriends it's like they forgot that they were on tv <laughs> and it was so fun to watch jennifer will bring break out in like a dance i swear she forgets she's on tv a lot of times um her favorite saying is hold a line 
which is very similar to, you know, hold your mule and all those other things. Um, but I have thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the way she interacts with her guests, no matter how famous they are. Also, it's pretty funny to see other celebrities come on her show and fan out over her too. That was very funny to see. Um, and she has good guests. Now, I will say, I told you I've been watching Sherry's show too. She also has good guests um, on her show as well. And so you can't go wrong. Like both of them are are, are really good shows and they keep you entertained. Um, okay, moving on. So I also watched <laughs> the show The White Lotus. I don't even know what this movie is about not a movie it's a series I don't even know what it's about exactly now I only watched the white lotus because they won so many Emmys uh a week or so ago when the Emmys were on and I just wanted to know what it was about like it was so popular so it's a comedy drama um and it follows guests and employees of like this fictional resort chain. Um, it's a bit dysfunctional. Um, it was very white for me. And maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it. It was very <laughs> white privilege. Like the one guy, he's a guest and he's there for his honeymoon. He's a young Brad, if you will. And he is there and they didn't get the room that they paid for now the new wife is just like oh it's not a big deal this room is nice but he comes from money and she doesn't which by the way his mother booked their hotel stay so he's like him and harm with management and like fussing and fighting and complaining with them about this room and he like calls his mom and keeps complaining like a spoiled rich white kid and then after that like He's just literally like harassing this man about the room, even though his wife is like, let it go. You're ruining the honeymoon. It was obnoxious for me more than I would like. And so I watched, um, I think I watched about three or four episodes and I was like, yeah, it's, it's a no for me. Uh, but I did watch, um, HBO Max has a new documentary, if you will. It's a documentary and it's called Katrina Babies. And it was so good. So they revisit the historical Katrina that took place in New Orleans. I think Katrina hit, I think that was 2004. And they talk about the childhood trauma of the hurricane kids who are now adults. Um, and how people were changed from the storms, how they felt as children, now as adults. Um, some of the trauma that they experienced that they didn't even realize was trauma until they were older. One of the young ladies in a documentary was like, this is the first time I have even talked about it. No one has ever asked me, like, how did I feel? What were my feelings at that time? Um, so it was very, very well done. Um, the young man who's doing the documentary is actually a resident and was also a child during Katrina. So it was very fitting that he was the person to share the stories and the devastation and all of that that uh, took place. And even how, you know, 
how it shaped the life that they currently live by returning, you know, they return to the destroyed communities and stuff like that. So it's a really, really good uh, documentary on HBO Max. So that's it for what Mimi is watching. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mimi Said What? Thank you for listening, subscribing, and sharing. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You are appreciated. You can follow me at Mimi Cute Lips everywhere on social. And as you continue the conversation, don't forget to use the hashtag Mimi Said What? Until next time, cuties. Thank <laughs> you.